Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. If you're looking for a new car, truck, SUV, or crossover, this is the place for expert help. CarPro USA. Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro, spent over 35 years in the auto industry and was twice voted chairman of the Ford National Dealers Council. His sidekick is Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy, who's been on the air for, I don't know, somewhere around 75 years? Here they are now, with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive on CarPro USA. Hi there, my name's Jerry Reynolds, I'm your CarPro, and I will help you make a good car buying decision if you'll give us a call. Sometime during this hour, call 800-926-7777 or just go to our website. It's carprousa.com and follow the process there under certified dealers. And that will do the same thing. You'll get great advice from our dealers as well as a great deal. We're here with a week to go in February. The month ends next Saturday and we've got some dealers who need to sell some cars. They're a little bit behind the power curve. Uh, they get a little bit of a break this year with it being leap year and the way the calendar fell. They had five Saturdays, which is unusual. Usually February is a very short month, uh, and they dread it. When all the years I own dealerships, I hated the thought of February. It was the worst month of the year for me. And, you know, January. I remember your slogan. Yeah, get me to May, March. Get me to March. That's all I wanted to do was get through January and February. And then March rolls around. The weather warms up. we got the spring selling season that's starting. People getting out more. Um, March is, and March is always a long, long month for the dealers. And the, if you're not familiar with the, uh, you know, with, with being around the auto industry, the length of a month can have a big impact on your business. I mean, longer the month, those 31-day months, especially um, when the month falls on a weekend, man, that's good stuff. So it can make <laughs> just having an extra two or three days in a month, you know, because typically February is 28 days and March is 31. Those extra three days, you can sell a lot of cars, cover a lot of ground in that time. So they're pretty happy with the fact that there was five Saturdays in February, but it's been a February and they need to sell some cars. So, if you're looking for a bargain, now would be a good time to pull the trigger on something. Let's talk about it. 800-926-7777. My trusty sidekick, who according to Mr. Announcer has been on the radio for 75 years, is named Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, Jerry, when I first started in radio, <laughs> we had to go outside and use a crank like they used on the Model T's to start a transmitter. <laughs> Believe you know, I've I've got to uh, make an admission here. That uh oh, confession time. Confession time. I've said several times on the show that I thought electric cars and self-driving cars would be popular. You know, 
a long, long, long time from now. I think that's true with self-driving. Uh, well, that's what I was getting to. Um, seems like they're not spending the money on self-driving cars as much as they are on electric cars. It seems as if all the major manufacturers, including Ford, with the venerable F-150, are coming out with electric models in the next few years. Sure, they are. But, you know, the infrastructure is not ready for autonomous cars. And I, I talk to a lot of people in this industry. Nobody's coming in asking for fully self-driving cars. No. There's no market right there, and yet there's billions being spent on it. Uh, and and I think you're probably right that the emphasis has switched more to electric but if every automaker makes an electric car in the numbers they say they're going to make them, there's going to be a glut of electric cars. Yeah, I was going to say people are ultimately going to vote with their pocketbook. And just in conversations with my friends, I haven't had anyone say, gee, when is so-and-so going to bring out an electric car? I, t- I hear from people who, who it will work for them. It won't work for everybody. We've got to get more charging stations around the United States so you can actually travel. We've got to get uh, faster charging stations. So if you're on vacation, going across the country, you're on a business trip in an electric car, you know, you don't want to get stuck somewhere for two or three hours getting your car charged up. Uh, Mostly I see these as commuter cars pretty close in town, uh, especially when the range gets up to, you know, 300 miles and you can recharge one in just a couple of hours, that's, that's work. That would work. That would work for me. If I could get that fast to charge and in that much range and it's an enjoyable vehicle, that would work for me. I've got one of these Mustang Mach-E's on order. I, I don't know if I'll take it when it comes in. Um, but you know, that day of reckoning to make that decisions coming up here pretty quick. Um, cause I ordered one the first night they were available online and we'll see that. If their numbers are right, if what they say for range and what they say for charging speed is correct, that car would work for me. Have they said anything about price? Uh, yeah, they've they've detailed pricing. Yeah, the one I ordered, which had the super performance package, uh, it's going to run in the sixties, somewhere in there. It's not bad. No, and it's a nice it's a nice ride. It's lots of room inside. Richard in Fountain Valley, California. Richard, how can I help you, sir? Jerry, I'm a 70-year-old retired guy who's always driven a pickup truck. I've got a uh, 2016 Dodge Ram, and um, I'm looking to downsize in terms, you know, it's just getting hard to park it in our California parking lot. So I'm looking to get something a little bit smaller, but um, I just don't know where to go. And, And we're trying to stay with a pickup? No, I think I want to get away from a pickup. I was looking at the Dodge Dakota. I was waiting for the new Dodge Dakota to come out, and um, and I don't know if it will or when it's going to, uh, but something along those lines. Uh, a car would be fine, but I want something that's a little bit up, a little bit higher off the ground than than uh, typical. Yeah, that's getting that's going to be hard to find with a car, especially coming out of a, a full size half ton truck. Um, I, I think you're going to have to go into an SUV and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, the SUVs today drive great. They've got a lot of visibility. They set up well, uh, depending on which one you get. It, it, how many people are typically in your car? Uh, two. Okay. 
So are you, are you, you're retired. Are you doing, are you traveling? Uh, yes. Yes. We're doing some traveling. Okay. Um, you know, there's, doggone, there's so many good choices out there. Uh, in a midsize SUV, I like the Ford Edge a lot. It has been just a great vehicle all through the years. The Honda Passport is a new entry that came out last year, but although it's new, I'm never scared of a new Honda. Uh, they're just that good. Uh, I would certainly look at it. Uh, I would also throw in, since you're doing some traveling, look at a Subaru uh, Outback. Or you could look at the Forester, same thing. But the, the, the big thing there, Richard, is the outside safety system. And if I were traveling, I were going to be on the highway quite a bit. Or, you know, even in town, uh, that system is absolutely amazing. And Subaru's building a great vehicle right now. I don't know of a car that's going to set you up high enough that you're not going to feel like you're falling into it every single time. I think you're going to have to go to an SUV. I've got good dealers for all three of those in Southern California. New truck or used? Let the car pro help. 1-800-926-7777. Thanks for joining us on CarPro USA. Don't forget our website, carprousa.com. You'll find links to all of our different social media there, our YouTube channel, uh, our Facebook page, and on our Facebook page today, you'll see a classic car of the weekend. If you make a comment, including the correct year, make, and model, you might win a custom-made auto heat shield for whatever you drive. So check it out. Rick in Simi Valley. Rick, welcome. How can I help you? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, you've helped us. You've helped a lot of people buying uh, new cars from uh, from your dealerships. However, some of the time you'll recommend to a person who's calling in, I think you would probably be better with a certified used car. So my question is, what kind of a deal or discount would you suggest we could possibly get on a car that's has, that's at a certain price? There is uh it's a great question, Rick. It's just going to be a hard answer. And here's why. Okay. Dealers clamor for certified vehicles. The biggest, the biggest obstacle they face today is being able to find them and trade for them or go to the auction and buy them, which is their last resort. No dealer likes to go to the auction because there's, when you're the last, person standing there with your hand in air there's a pretty good chance you overpaid for the car because when when a car starts to go through the auction there'll be 50 60 people bidding on it and it'll dwindle down as the price goes up and you're the you're the last person standing and your first thought is ah doggone what i do that for so in in here's here's the the thing that confuses people some dealers advertise their cars at the rock bottom price that they'll sell one at online. And when you run into those dealers, which is becoming more and more popular, by the way, because it's too easy to shop online. If a dealer doesn't put his best price there, then the phones don't ring. He's not getting emails and people aren't walking through the doors. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Absolutely. So, but then there's the other side, the people who look at the internet price and it may be a really great price, but because the dealer won't come down, they don't, they, they won't buy the car. They think that it's, they think you've got to get a discount for it to be a good deal. And that is absolutely not true because most dealers, Rick, will they'll get a car, they'll put it in inventory. They know it's 60 days. When that car is 60 days old, it's got to go to the auction. They don't want to do that. They'd rather sell it to someone like you. And so they start marking it down at the 30-day mark, at the 40-day mark, at the 50-day mark. And then the final 10 days before it's got to go to the auction, they really mark them down. Well, by that point, they're on rock bottom and there's no place to go. So, so, that, that would indicate to me as a buyer that if I have my eyes on a particular a used car that's a certified car, I should keep my eyes on that price to see when it starts dropping. The, and when it starts dropping, that's when I've got to make a decision, well, uh, do I buy it now or wait another week or so? But the fear is with the Internet being so accessible, somebody looked at that car two days ago and are coming back today to buy it, and you missed it. Uh-huh. And that's that's – that's the risk. If you find the perfect car, the per- perfect certified car, I would rather pay full price for it because it is the perfect car. It's the right car for me. Then sit there and let somebody else buy it and then have to start the process of looking all over again. Let me, let me wrap this up by saying this. Our dealers work very hard for our listeners. Sometimes there's room in the price that they can come down and they'll do that right off the bat if you go through my website. Sometimes there is no room, but they'll tell you that up front. But again, even if there's no room, doesn't mean it's not a good deal. And and I get I get tickled, especially with some of the the vehicles that are coming out today. And the Kia Telluride is a perfect example. That car comes out it's super loaded. It's forty seven thousand dollars. It's ten thousand dollars less than anything else out there. But some people won't pay sticker for it. They'd rather they'd rather pass on it. Because they can't stand the thought of paying sticker, and it's one of those cars where you, you just you just got to look at it and, and and say, okay, if there wasn't the Monroney law that said every car's got to have a window sticker, would this Telluride be worth? You know, if I could buy it ten thousand less than the competition, would I buy it? Yeah, you would, but because there's a number on that win on that window sticker, you're not going to pay that, even if it's an exceptional value. And that's this is the this is the thing that the auto industry struggles with every single day. Bottom line here: go through our dealers. If they can make you a better price than what they've got online, they will do it, and they'll do it every time. I've got some great ones out there. Rick, thanks for calling. That was a great question. Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro, knows what dealers know and what dealers don't want you to know. Call him now at one eight hundred nine two six seventy seven seventy seven. Ron in Sacramento, California. Welcome. How can I help you, Ron? Hello, Brother Terry. It's a blessing and an honor to speak with you. And the same to you, sir. We have, thank you, we have a 2015 Honda Civic LX with about 41,000 miles on it. But I am blind and I ride tandem, tandem bicycle, about eight feet long. 
and we're looking for a way to carry the bike on the car. If I do a roof rack, it's $550. If I do a hitch rack, I'm looking at maybe close to $1,000 plus getting the hitch welded onto the car. And uh, the main reason I'm calling you is a friend of mine is selling a 2012 BMW 328i sport wagon with the M54 uh, inline six engine, every option, including the uh, M Sports package on the car, 133,000 miles, six-speed manual for about $10,000. And I was wondering uh, about reliability and maintenance and that sort of thing. Oh, you better go buy a lottery ticket. You're going to need it. <laughs> okay. BMW's making some great cars the past few years, but boy, you go back eight years, and especially if you get one with over 100,000 miles on it, Ron, honestly, it's going to be in the shop all the time, and every time you take it in there, it's going to be expensive. There is no cheap fix for a BMW. Even if you find a, 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 a independent garage that works on BMWs, it's still going to cost you a lot of money. And to give up a 40,000-mile Honda for a 130,000-mile BMW, Buddy, I can't make the case. I, I, I can't. I think you'd be horribly disappointed. And I'm sure your friend has probably had good luck with the car, but it's it's at that point to where the useful yeah. life of it is over. And and if it were, you know, a newer one, if it were a twenty sixteen with half those miles, I'd say, Yeah, you got a lot of life left in it. I think this car is done. Uh I, I think you're gonna have to go the roof rack uh way, at least that's what I would do, and keep that 40,000-mile Honda that's going to get you to 200,000 miles without a lot of expense, if any expense. I know it's not as fun as the M Sport, which is great, but, dude, I got to tell you, I think that would be a huge mistake to make that trade. On the fishing show, you get the Carp Pro, but this show has Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777. This hour of the CarPro USA radio show is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Your professional parts people, O'ReillyAuto.com is the website. And who is our next caller? Well, that's an easy one. We're going to talk to Paul. And Paul is calling us from San Antonio, Texas. Paul, welcome. Thank you. How are you? I'm good, buddy. What can I do for you? Well, my problem is I'm looking for a car. Right now I'm driving a 2008 Trailblazer. That has about 55,000 miles on it. That's low. And Yeah. I don't do much driving, really. But I'm looking for a newer vehicle. And the only thing that I have found that kind of suits me is maybe a Subaru Forester, maybe a Chevy Equinox. My problem is I'm 6'5", and I'm 260 pounds, and I'm old. My knees don't work like they used to, and getting in and out of an Equinox or a Forester is a real chore. So I'm looking for something Trailblazer size, under $35,000 if possible, that I can get into and out of without having to work at it. Have you tried the um, Toyota Highlander? I have not. 
It's got a third row seat, which doesn't sound like you need, but no, it, it you know, with any third row seat, you keep it folded down, and you then all you're doing is just having a lot of cargo area. But a really great SUV, and I believe it would accommodate your your height. Now, height questions are hard for me because <laughs> two people six foot five can be built very differently depending on if your height is in your torso or in your legs. So right. it's it's hard. And, and man, you hate to tell somebody like you this, but the only way to find out is is to try out some cars. Well, that's right. going to hurt. <laughs> and that sucks but there's just no guide for this other than what makes you comfortable and that's why i thought the highlander might be the answer for you i don't i don't think the subaru will you, japanese cars tend to be not as friendly to tall people and, and i think it's probably obvious why um so, you know, I, I think I'd probably stay with a domestic. Equinox might do it for you. Um, I haven't had the Equinox in a couple of years. But the, for whatever reason, the Highlander just hit me is, is a vehicle that, that for me, at 5.9, had a lot of headroom. And and it, it, that might be something to consider. The Ford Edge is another good choice. Uh, but again, we're going to have to just try it and see if it's going to work for you. But both, both of those are really good. Edge has got a lot of rebates on it right now, and it does not have a third-row seat. So that might be certainly something to consider, bud. Right. Okay. I got uh, I got Toyota Bernie in the San Antonio market, and I've got McCombs Ford West. Both those dealerships have been with me for a long, long time. And I appreciate the call. Good luck. If you get stuck between a couple of them, find two that are that – are, uh, that, that make you feel good, and then holler back, and I'll help you pick between two down to one. Raman in Valencia, California. Welcome. Raman, what can I do for you? Uh, thank you, sir. First of all, thank you for taking my call. Sure. And uh, thanks for very useful tools program that you're helping the listeners to uh, across the U.S. Thank you, sir. And my question is, I have leased a Honda Civic Sedan EX uh, 2017, like three years ago, for my college student son. Right. And uh, lease will be end on mid-July of this year. So my question is, on your experience, do you think I should uh, refinance the vehicle and purchase it for like another payment for three, four years, which is the price would be almost obviously double of the leasing price? Or should I just return it and go and start all over, either purchase or uh, lease? How are, you, how are you doing on your mileage? It's a little bit under 40000 It's about 39000 and some change right now on it. And you had 45000 per the contract? No, it was 36000 miles. It was uh, 12000 a year allowance for three years. Okay. So it's so, already over about 3000 miles on it. So you're tracking over on your miles. Now, what kind of vehicle is this? Is the Honda Civic uh, Sedan EX. Okay. There's a couple of things we need to do before you make this decision. We need to find out what your Honda Civic is actually worth. And when when is the end of the lease? On the July 20th of this year. Okay. So we got a few months here, uh, which is good. Yeah. If we can do something and in, in you avoid turning the Honda back in, you can avoid all the mileage charges. You can avoid 
Um, you can avoid the disposition fee. You can avoid any kind of wear and tear. There's only two ways to do that. One of them is trade the car in, or the other one is for you to buy it yourself. So how, how well do you like this car, Raman? You know, actually, this is for my uh, uh, college student, son, and he loves it. So he said, oh, I love this car. I'm very comfortable. It's a good driving car and all that. So he's happy with it. He'd like to keep it. He'd be fine, or at least he'd yeah. be fine keeping it. Yes. Okay. I want you to go to my website, carprousa.com, and on the FAQ page, there's, there is a article that I wrote called End of Lease Options. One of the things that I tell you there is to get a value on your current lease. And by getting a value, that doesn't mean getting online and finding what Kelly Blue Book says or NADA or cars.com or any of those because they don't buy cars. They don't write checks. So what we want to know is what would someone pay? And one place that I have discovered recently that's been very aggressive with trade values is Carvana. I don't, they're sort of like CarMax to me in that it's a great place to sell a car, but not a great place to buy a car. Now the, the edge that Carvana's got is they'll give you a solid, true bid online takes about 30 seconds to get a number. I need to know what that civic, what they say they would pay for your civic. And I need to know what the residual value is. And that'll be on the contract. So, you know, either we're going to end up, you're going to end up trading this thing for something else for him or, um, you know, maybe doing another lease for three years. And then by that point, he's probably going to be out on his own and ready to do his own thing without your help or end up just buying it and financing it on a five-year note. But I don't have enough I don't have enough information at this point to tell you which is the way to go. So go through that exercise and then let's talk either next Saturday or the Saturday after that when you've got some specifics that you can give me. I'd be happy to help you. Just don't have enough information. Yeah, but I'm I'm sorry, just quick question. In general, do you think in your experience how does it feel to like refinance the another three years old vehicle and pay like fresh and start like a three hundred fifty dollars a month for another forty eight months. And in general, do you think is it like a good? Is I, it like I think it's fine good? with a with a Honda uh, because of their long term reliability. I mean, I wouldn't even it wouldn't even bother me to see you put it on, you know, four and a half, maybe even f- uh, five years to get the payment down. But typically. The payment jump when somebody buys their own lease, and and then you've got interest. Typically, especially with Honda and Toyota, the next payment that you're going to be looking at comes as a shock. I've seen them as much as double, and that's the problem. But let's get the numbers and holler back at me. I'll remember the call, and we'll go from there. Call Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro, one eight hundred nine two six seventy seven seventy seven. Pro USA. That's what you found on your radio. And in case you're curious, we're here every weekend, same time, same station, just so we can talk to Joe in Austin. Hey, Joe, what can I do for you, sir? We're running short on time here. If you can get right to your question, I'll be happy to help. Sure. Thank you, Jerry, for taking my call. Uh huh. 
I have a granddaughter who's going to be 17, and we're looking for purchase her a car uh, that's safe. She lives in. Uh-oh. It got awful quiet there. Uh, and we lost Joe. Ah, sorry about that. Then let's go to Joe in San Antonio. Uh, yes, sir. I'm just trying to get some help with the uh, third row SUV. Uh, had the Buick Enclave for the last, like, eight years, and uh, we're looking for something maybe a little bit different. Went and drove the new XT6 and started reading about them, and maybe the Cadillac hadn't decided to put their uh, higher-end uh safety features and autonomous stuff in that unless you go to the Escalade and we really we we had those when we were younger and my wife really didn't want to go back to that size of vehicle if she didn't have to so we started looking at the X7 and the Mercedes and we're just Lincoln even and just kind of trying to get some input from somebody else that might be objective well I tell you I was about to to say the X7 because when I when I reviewed it I just thought it was fantastic it was a little pricey but boy, what a great SUV! You might try the Infiniti QX60. It's got a fantastic interior and a really great, great SUV. Uh, and then the Mercedes GLE. It's very nice too. It's it's obviously not autonomous; doesn't drive itself. But I tell you what, it's pretty close. Their adaptive cruise control and lane keep assist is fantastic. So I think any of those, you know, in that price range would would serve you guys well. All right. Well, thank you. You are welcome, sir. And let's go to Keith in San Antonio. Hey, uh, Jerry. Thanks for taking my call. I'm uh, in the market for a 150 uh, on a half-ton truck. Yeah. What would you suggest? What do you do with your truck, Keith? Uh, made, um, to pull the trailer by seven, nine thousand pounds. Well, any of the, any of the F1, any of the half ton trucks today, unless you get the smallest engine, I mean, all of them now are rated for 10,000 pounds and above Keith. It's, it's changed a lot, uh, over the past, just the past five years, but you know, and it's not biased, but if I'm pulling the trailer, there's just features on the Ford that I'd really love. And the, the biggest one is the backup system where you use a dial up on the dash and then the truck shows you how to back your trailer in. There's a camera on the tailgate that you can, you can back up to your trailer and line up the hitch without any help from anybody. I mean, it's just Ford just continues to do a great job with trailer towing equipment, uh, built in. I've got a 2003 Ford 250, and uh, it's a great truck, but it eats up the gas, and that's where I'm going down to a 150. Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna have a much better ride too. I mean, back in '03, if you were gonna pull 9,000 pounds, you had to have a three quarter ton. Today, the half ton will do it. I'd go with the 3.5 liter EcoBoost. Uh, it's a six-cylinder with twin turbos, and it is a pulling machine. If you get a 373 rear end, it'll tow 12,000 pounds. Now, I'd probably get a 355, which will get you around 10,000 pounds, but you'll get better mileage out on the on the highway when you're not pulling the trailer. Uh, and the rebates are really good on them right now. I, I'd go with it. 
I'd go with the F-150 with the trailer towing package with a 3.5 liter uh, EcoBoost engine, and I think you'll have more than enough truck, and you'll enjoy the way it rides and drives. McCombs Ford West, Henry Finley is the general manager, and if you'll tell Henry I sent you, you'll be in good hands. So many choices. Gasoline, hybrid, electric. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, can help you make a decision. Call 1-800-926-7777. And it's time for our instant replay. I want to go over with you the calls that we had this hour. In case you're new to the show and not sure what kind of calls we take, this is kind of some of the things we talked about in this particular hour. Richard in Fountain Valley, California, he had a Ram truck and he wanted to go something. Didn't need a truck anymore, but he needed something that was easy to get in and out of. And we, we talked about several SUVs that I think will work out fine for him. Uh, Rick in Simi Valley, California, he wanted to know how to get a deal on a certified car. And we talked about the different things such as dealers, Sometimes start out high and reduce the price of the car as it ages in their inventory. Sometimes some dealers start at rock bottom right off the bat. And so you just kind of got to compare prices. Then we talked to Ron in Sacramento. Ron had a 40,000-mile Honda, but he he needs to carry a tandem bicycle. He didn't really want to put a rack on top, but he was also considering a 2012 BMW with 133,000 miles, and I tried my best to talk him out of making that trade because that BMW at that age and at that miles will eat him alive. Paul in San Antonio, he was looking for an SUV. He's six foot five, and <laughs> it's going to be hard for him to find something without just getting out there and trying a whole bunch of them. Raman in Valencia, California, he's got a Honda Civic lease coming up. He's over on the miles right now, and he was curious as to whether to buy it, his lease car, or do something else. I gave him a homework assignment to go out and get me a couple of numbers and call me back sometime in the next couple of weeks. We need to know what the car's truly worth. Joe and Austin, we were talking to him and we lost him. He had a 17-year-old granddaughter, but we never got to the rest of it. So, Joe, I apologize for that. Another Joe that was in San Antonio had an Enclave. He was looking for a three-row SUV, and I suggested the X7, the uh, the Mercedes GLE, and one more, which was the Infiniti QX60. So many choices. Gasoline, hybrid, electric. The Flintstones car where you pedal with your feet. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, can help you decide which is right for you. It's not the Flintstones car. Call 1-800-926-7777. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. 
Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.